Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we are welcoming back a familiar voice here on the podcast, and that is the VP of Training and Relationships up at Search Kings. It's Lauren Setteroff. Lauren, it's been a while, but we're very happy to have you back on. Thanks for having me, Matt. Good to be back on with you. As everyone out there knows who's listened before, Lauren and Search Kings are experts in digital marketing, digital advertising, and all those different things. For those of you who don't know, I'd go back and catch up on some of the episodes Lauren and I have done before, but pay attention here because Search Kings, they are the best of the best when it comes to leading your company down the road of dealing with your digital presence and your digital advertising and Google local services, all that stuff. So make sure you're catching up on the old ones and then listen up here because today we are discussing how to handle your digital presence during the busy season. Lauren, we all know that right now contractors are busy doesn't matter if there's supply chain issues. They are busy because we're sitting here in the middle of July and and trying to tell folks how to deal with their digital presence. One thing that I think you and I can both agree on is do not turn off your digital advertising because you think you're too busy, correct? Yeah, I think you definitely want to be out there and have your name recognized when people are in need, regardless of when you can serve them. But I... I I think of it, Matt, as, as there's a whole bunch of different options for a contractor when they are too busy to handle new customers. And I don't think it needs to be a turn everything off and turn everything on, but segmenting what you do and maybe reducing budget in the areas that uh, maybe leads. Maybe you're too slammed for new leads, so trim that budget down. But there's lots of different things to do to make sure people still know that you're the best in the business. Starting with the leads, right? And you kind of talked about it a little bit there. It's not like we shouldn't treat this like a faucet, right? Don't turn it on, turn it off. That's that's what a lot of people think you have to do with leads. And working within Google and working with folks like yourself at Search Kings, you can kind of pace that up and down based on how busy you are or, or aren't. What's your take on what a customer should do if they think, wow, you know, I'm booking out already two months. We're really busy. I don't know if we can handle any more leads. How should they handle the lead flow and especially from the Google local services end? So I think the idea of the faucet is that you can increase or decrease your flow without having to turn off completely and disappear. What we advise our clients is don't disappear when people need you most. So be on there. A lot of the competition is going to turn off because they just can't handle leads. So they're going to disappear. So then what happens is you fast forward to a customer in need. They do a Google search. They see the Google guaranteed ads at the top and they see far fewer companies. And so the opportunity for brand recognition is great in the middle of the summer on the East coast. Now you have your ad up there. You can potentially reduce your budget and even your cost per lead bid. And now maybe you're getting phone calls for $25, $30 from people in need. If you can serve them, amazing. But even if you can't serve them for a week or two, just the opportunity to speak to them, let them know that right now you're booking out seven to 10 days, but you can book them into the schedule or you realize you're too busy right now, but get their contact information, put them in your funnel and start calling them in September when furnaces start to get turned on and you can reach out proactively to see if they need anything, 
I think a, a $25 or $30 opportunity to get a homeowner's contact information, learn about them and, you know, send them over some promotional materials might be a, a wise investment. I think just about everyone who's listening right now would say, yeah, I'll hand over $30 right now if I can get the contact information of a potential lead that would need a furnace repair in the fall or would need a new system in a year even, right? You can have them in your funnel. And I like what you said there. Maybe I said it wrong. It's more like a valve that you turn on and off. But that faucet where you can say, all right, I'm just going to pull it back a little bit. It's going to be a trickle now as opposed to being fully open. Again, just that ability to be there when your competition isn't there because they might not understand. They might have that valve point of view of opened or closed. The ability to be there is just huge. And what are some of the other ways they can be there, right? So if they don't want to be fully out there taking leads and they turn that faucet down, where can they turn the faucet up in other areas of their digital presence? I would think that in the summer when people are looking to get their their AC fixed, your brand in the community can be something that you promote. And you think of those billboards on the side of the highway. Right now, you want everyone in your neighborhood to know who you are because their AC is top of mind. You want to be associated with their AC, even if they don't need anything right now. So using banner ads to promote your cool air program or your warranty program or your, you know, your maintenance program is a great opportunity. Something else I've seen, it's a big time of year for sponsoring community events, right? Your team is slammed, but you know, on a Saturday morning, you sponsored the local uh, organization, the local baseball team, the local animal shelter, and you got some photos from that event. Wouldn't it be great to create a community sponsorship banner that says, we're your local HVAC company, And we're also in your community and supporting the community. Now you put that banner up and, you know, the majority of the people don't need any service right now. Their AC is working. They go and turn it off. And once again, are you a recognizable name when that furnace trigger happens? So inexpensive solutions for branding, you know, five, six, $800 a month that you can put towards just brand awareness, I think is a great use of small amounts of digital marketing funds when you don't need leads. Yeah. And your brand is, as we've discussed ad nauseum here on Torstock, your brand is your biggest asset to getting new customers. You want to be recognized because, you know, people are, when it comes down to it, they're going to go on either their recall and who they remember. And it sounds crazy, but they'll see an ad on Google and they'll go, you know what, you know, I do need to have my AC tuned up. It's not working how it should. And it was hot out last week. Or you know what? Last year when I turned my furnace on, it didn't work. Maybe I should have somebody come out and look at it in a month or two and they'll click on it. And if you're out there and you're spreading your brand and you're spreading goodwill, right? You're in the community and somebody sees you, like Lawrence said, sponsoring the local baseball team and their kid plays and they see your actual physical footprint of advertising out there, but then they come back to Google later in the day and they say, oh, I wonder if, I wonder if my kid gotten any of these pictures and they click on it. And then that's going to just trigger their brain down the road and your brand. Again, it's going to be your biggest asset to retain that customer and get them to call you as opposed to calling your competition. Yeah. I also think of it as, you know, at the end of the season, People are turning off that air conditioner. There's a lot of people who think, hmm, I wonder if my air conditioner 
was at full tilt this year. Mm -hmm. Upstairs felt a little warm. And I'm going to go turn it off for the winter. Is there a closing of my air conditioner? Is there something I can do for this you know, valuable item in my house that will make it work better next year? So closing up your AC and flipping on your furnace is a great opportunity, but it comes from just a slow faucet drip of brand awareness in the community. You and I have discussed this in the past. I think you always want to have the faucet kind of at full tilt on this one is hiring. There is never a bad time to be putting out digital hiring ads, especially in the trades right now. Yeah, you know what, Matt, it's an interesting time. We run a lot of hiring campaigns for different contractors and in the HVAC industry across the U.S. And what we're noticing is that eight, nine, ten months ago, every contractor was desperate for technicians. We knew that. That really hasn't changed. But what we're starting to see is the workforce is picking up in their interest. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing our dealers receiving inquiries from technicians who are recent apprentices, who just finished up school, who are trying to get into the industry, some who are relocating from different parts of the country. There's all sorts of things happening with the with inflation right now and with the economy the way it is. People need to be working again. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that if they want to get into a competitive industry that has good pay, good benefits, you can support a family, you can be a homeowner, right? These things come from getting our dealers as many applicants as possible. And so our hiring campaigns are designed for a quick opportunity for a technician to see the ad, visit a website that tells them that there's a 401k matching program, there's a company vehicle, et cetera, and then pick up the phone and talk to the business owner. And our business owners are handling those phone calls directly. They're not going into the funnel of customers rescheduling their maintenance appointments. These are direct opportunities to grow your business. And, you know, in the last few weeks, we've seen lots and lots of people looking for jobs. And we're excited for our clients because they get to grow, increase capacity, generate more business for their families. So, yeah, always be hiring. And, you know, when they talk to us about what kind of investment is it, you know, there's uh, recruiters and there's lots of options for getting technicians to apply. We aim to significantly beat that number, that cost to acquire a new employee. And we measure it with our clients. So they tell us when they've hired and then they say, should we turn it off? And we usually say, well, let's keep hiring. Always be hiring. Maybe again, reduce the budget, turn the flow down to maybe only a few hundred dollars a month. But let's not wait till you're desperate. Yeah, you always want to be that step ahead, especially if you're busy and all of a sudden something happens where you're two technicians down. Then you're trying to pump as much money as you can. You're you're not necessarily being as diligent with everything. And, you know, you're behind at that point. You always want to be ahead. And it's almost like with leads as well. If you can get a lead of someone who potentially can work for your company little ways down the road, you never know when they're going to need to be hired or when you're going to be hiring, or you can put them in a different position within your company and let them grow into a certain position. It's going to benefit you no matter what to, like Lauren said, always be hiring. And again, getting back to your brand and your branding, if someone is out there and they're searching for a job and they see your branding and your 
ads for your branding. Then all of a sudden they see a hiring ad and they're like, oh, that's that's that company that I I saw the, you know, I saw the banner ad that they do X, Y, and Z in the community. Or that's the one I saw they have that photo gallery of people that are working for them and they look they look happy. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look them up. I'm gonna apply here. And you can get more information on these hiring ads. Lauren and I talked about this a little ways back. Go back in the podcast archives. You can find those hiring ad podcasts and you can see exactly what the process is there. Like Lauren said, this isn't one where it's going to go, all right, this person's going to send in their resume. It's going to go to someone. It's going to get sent here, there, and everywhere. They're going to make a call to an office person. Then they're going to go to a manager. Then it's eventually going to come to me, the business owner. No, no, not these hiring ads. These are coming direct to you and you're getting qualified leads and qualified applicants for your positions you have open through the Search Kings hiring ads. Yeah, you know what I would say is we have an advantage. We get to talk to 40, 50 dealers a day as clients and we learn best practice from dealers running their small businesses. I I can tell you the one piece is don't treat it like Blockbuster back in the 80s where someone came wanting a job and they were told to drop off their resume Mm -hmm. and then never hear back, right? These are interested employees who are going to help your business grow. If we can get those calls directly to the business owner or the head of hiring at the company, we're going to know that these are converting. And I'll add one more piece to that is I think potential employees also look at your Google reviews and they want to see if they have happy customers. Because if you work for a company that's happy customers, you probably enjoy doing your job more Mm -hmm. than being a firefighter with unhappy customers. And when you're super busy, and that faucet is getting turned down on leads, that inversely means that you're probably visiting a lot of homes. This is the right time for your technicians to text message customers and get those reviews so that in the fall, when you pick up your advertising, you also have a couple hundred reviews there helping you generate more customer trust. Yeah, Google reviews are always important. We'll talk about them till we're blue in the face between Lauren and I. And try to hammer into your head for those of you out there listening. Always be getting reviews, but right now when you are in so many homes and you know some of your folks are doing two, three jobs a day times six or seven crews at some places or even more, so many opportunities for happy customers to leave you a good review. It helps with your hiring. It helps with your leads when you turn that faucet back up in the fall. It's just so valuable. And there's never a bad time to be getting reviews, but this is about as good a time as you can get because there's so much opportunity to get them. Absolutely. You know, it's a, it's a shift in business strategy over the summer months, but there's a lot still to be done. And we're honored to work with you and the many dealers that we work with and look forward to helping them grow. And if you need any more information, get in touch with your TM. They'll get you in touch with someone over at Search Kings. And we've worked very closely with Search Kings through a large portion of our customers. They really are the best of the best. We've never had a customer that's come through and said, man, I didn't like working with Search Kings. They totally didn't help. Every single one that we've talked to that's worked with Search Kings in one way or another is extremely satisfied and they get a lot of help from Search Kings. They have so many experts in so many different fields. Lauren and his team are are just the best. And you can tell that we've had them on here a dozen or more times on the podcast and they're, they're just such a knowledgeable company and can bring so much to your company. So make sure you're getting in touch with your TM. They'll get you in touch with Search Kings. Thanks for that Google review, Matt. Now you just need to post it online. Thank you very (laughs) much for having me today. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Lauren, for coming on. And thank you to all of you out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. If you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, catch all of our podcasts on our website or on our app, sgtaurus.com backslash Taurus Podcast. Click on that podcast icon on the app. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Talk.